Hello, you're welcome to Purple Psychology Podcast. We're on episode 59. Uh, you're here with Melanie Hoskin and, of course, Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. Hello. You're very welcome, Nisha. Um, today we're talking about tips before interviews. Yes. Now, you you would be around cafes and hotels a lot, and you always say that you can tell somebody who's ready to go in for an interview. So how can you tell that? Because they look so uncomfortable. <laughs> they're, they're always sitting there really uncomfortable. They're always fixing their clothes, fixing their hair, worrying about themselves. Their physicality is off. They have several sheets of paper that they're shuffling through frantically trying to remember what their answer was to a certain question. Mm. And I always want to get up and walk across the cafe and tell them, just stop, do the following, please. <laughs> so do you think that they feel that they feel they're going to be tested or judged is this the kind of stuff that's going around their mind they must feel very conscientious very self-conscious yeah they feel usually self-conscious and i suppose my problem is that they're kind of think that they're going into an exam mm. you're not going into an exam right so for an exam in school and in, in college you've swatted and you've needed to know a certain amount of information and to parrot back answers to people when you go into a job interview you're either going for a job you want or you're not Mm. And really, you shouldn't be going for a job if you don't want the job, mm. right? Mm. Um, so, and you're going in to put the best of yourself forward, mm. you know, so you're actually trying to be you. You're not trying to give mm. a, a textbook answer to something. Mm. So that's the first kind of mistake that people are making. But before they've actually got there, right, they shouldn't be doing any of that last minute, which is what I always want to walk over and tell people. And the other, the other side of this too is that I've got like a lot of students I've been working with since quite young ages and now mm. they're starting to go for their first job interviews mm. and so they're always kind of messaging me, Facebook messaging me, oh, what are your tips or whatever. And one of the things I always tell them is the last couple of minutes, like that time that they're in the cafe, they should be listening to music, listening to some audio, ring a friend and talk about anything else, completely clear your head, totally forget about the interview, just completely relax. Mm. Um, because, and I give the same advice to people going into exams actually, because if you can clear your head mm. um, and just think about anything else, when you go in through the door, you'll just be in a more positive mind frame mm. and you'll be more relaxed and you'll be more be yourself. Mm. And so you won't be this really awkward, oh, I, have, have I remember what's on page two of my notes, right? And the other side too is that quite often, like I laugh, like they've thrust themselves up like a turkey, you know, in their, in their best bib, <laughs> and their notes are written on the back of an envelope. But I'm kind of like, where is the consistency? Like, you know, you know. So I'm just hoping that they never take out their notes in, you know, in in the reception area before they actually go in, because you know, yeah, you might be in the best suit, but having the notes written on the back of an envelope is not going to impress anybody. You know, wear something you're comfortable with. Don't wear a top that you feel uncomfortable in and that you're kind of beginning to second doubt and, oh, does it slide down or does it not stay in the right place or whatever. Wear a jacket that you that you can close comfortably and still sit down closed in because, you know, you might want to do that initially, especially when mm. you're in a reception area. And then you might want to open it when mm. you go into the space because, again, we're back to the last episode of the assumptions that if, you, if I don't open my jacket, I haven't got open physicality and I'm not an open person. Mm. So, you know, we're back mm. to those assumptions that mm. people make based on whether or not, you know, maybe I'm just cold. Mm. Um, you know, so pick clothes that are actually quite comfortable. Clear your head beforehand in whatever way you need to do that. And then when you go in, then, we'll, you know, there, there's a whole game plan then. Mm. Hmm. And do you find with, do you know the way that you get through a stage, there's, there's rounds of interviews 
and so you're getting th- you seem to be um overcoming obstacles as as you get through these rounds how do people manage manage that well usually the first one is a sort of uh, proving that you haven't got two heads mm. and they can actually hold a conversation mm. so again the more relaxed you are the more likely you are to just be yourself mm. right and you'll either gel with the people that you're going to work with, which is supposed to be the whole reason why you're doing it too, mm. right? And so if you get a bad vibe and you don't really get on with people, well, you're not probably not supposed to be working there, yeah. you know, right? Yeah. So, so don't beat yourself up over it. Mm. The next round, when it's usually sort of um, played off groups or you have to come up with some sort of strategy... Um, try to apply it to what you know in your life. Try to apply it to, like, if you're into sports or you're into um, a certain hobby outside, try to apply it back to that. Mm. Try to apply it to something that you know about. If, you know, you think in some series that you've been watching on Netflix can be applied to it, that's fine. You know, what they're really looking for is for you to think outside the box and to apply whatever stupid game they've they've set up mm. to apply it to something and to find a role for the other people in, in the room and to prove that you can work with other people mm. um, and that you can interact with other people and that you don't that you're kind of an element of either being if they're looking for a leader you're a leader but you probably don't need to be top dog but you probably need to include other people so those are the mm. sort of things so make it about what you know mm. um, and it's so much easier always to talk about what you know don't try and be somebody else. Mm. Don't try and apply it to some strange, weird theory that you never, you don't understand and you you, you can't grasp. Mm. Would it be a good strategy to um, bring yourself into the mindset that you are the man or woman for this job and not that you are being selected, but that you are there to show them that you are the man or the woman for this job. Yeah, and, and, and that is ultimately, but the danger in doing that sometimes is that you can come across as overconfident, egotistical, mm. so those are sort of things that you want to avoid. Well, I mean in your mind, you know, yeah. to, to, I don't mean to say it, I mean to, to be thinking it, to, be, yeah. to have that mindset, and then you t- that takes the pressure off you being interviewed because you're actually there to impart information with them. Yeah, and, and also, like, a lot of people let other people control the space and control the conversation. I'm probably the worst person to interview because I always end up making the panel debate each other. Every interview from the mock interview I did in school, I have always ended up with the panel fighting with each other. It's my <laughs> one goal, okay? And the way that I've done that is quite simple, right? There's always an observer and there's a questioner, mm. right? And everybody makes the mistake of talking to the questioner. Mm. The person you need to be engaging with is the observer because mm. they, they've taken on that role. And they're usually the one that's going to kind of either decide that they like you or not. And the sooner you get that person engaged, the better. And then you engage them, they will step out of their role that they're trying to pretend to be in. And they will invariably end up throwing out a question. And the questioner will be put off by it. And so you'll end up with a three-way conversation. And that's a three-way conversation that you're in control of, rather than you just being tested on the other side of the panel and the two against one. So how do you draw out the observer? You keep making eye contact with them. You address your answers to both people. You... um, you kind of put in a rhetorical question. Well, I've always thought that it's a bit like this. What, what do you think? Or I've always thought that that's important. And you would direct that at the observer? Yes. And so you bring them out of their shell. It's kind of like 
um, coaxing an animal to take food from you. It's, it's almost <laughs> that, that sense of what you're trying to do. Like, you have that in your mind. Mm. You keep mm. throwing out nuggets until they sort of bite the bait eventually, mm. you know, and then mm. you end up with this, with this discussion taking place, mm. or mm. a debate in my case. And, um, and, and then you've won and you've controlled the space. Okay. Rather than you being tested. Okay. Other tips? Those are my main tips. This is, you know, so stop, clear your head, wear something you're comfortable in, do the right thing so you, before you get in there, so you walk in as yourself, mm. and um, talk about what you know. Don't be put off by the observer. Get them to engage. Should you research a company before you, uh, and the role before you go for interviews? I think what you, what you need to know about the company more than anything is their ethics and their outlook. Right. Um, yes, you do need to know what the job is that you're going for and whether or not you want to do it and why you'd be good at it. Mm. Um, but I think you also need to know the whole philosophy of the company more than anything because those are the things that you'll start to engage them on. Okay. Okay. Well, that's was episode number 59 <laughs> and that was tips for um, interviews thanks a million uh, Dr Nisha O'Reilly for joining us this is Melanie Hoskin and we're on Purple Psychology Podcast and we'll see you next time thank you